Yo, what's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 205 on 12 things you are never, never too old to learn. Let's get it. So this episode is sponsored by the SideHustleAcademy.org, the number one community for entrepreneurs. If you are looking to build better content and stronger brand awareness while being in a closely knit community of content creators and entrepreneurs to make that job much more obtainable and easier for you. Let's get to it. So welcome back, millionaires. As you can see, I did a big chop and I ain't make it a huge thing. I didn't even talk about it. Uh, you know, on social media, but when I post stories, people ask me like, yo, what happened to your hair? I did a big chop. And before we get into today's conversation, because I think it's very relevant to, you know, this, this big chop, um, and just the experience so far with why I cut my hair, I felt like, um, though my hair was, I had a big identity with my hair. I felt like certain parts of that identity were not things that I wanted to hold on to anymore. And, the deeper thing is I felt like my hair was holding in a lot of negative energy that I was trying to get rid of. So I just heard God talking to me and it's Friday night and I'm laying in bed and I told myself I was going to go to bed early. And I was just like, yo, something in my head was it's time to cut your hair. And I started fighting it at first naturally because I've been growing my hair for seven years. And the more I tried to fight it, the more and more anxious and this feeling in my stomach started to keep me up at night. And I can't sleep. And by 9.45, I'm up out of the bed and I'm in the bathroom and I'm cutting my locks off one by one. And, you know, ever since, you know, Alana, she always asked me, like, you don't miss your locks? You don't, how do you feel? And the answer I give her in in such a simplistic way is, like, I feel like me. Uh, I feel true to myself. I feel so free. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. It's much deeper than I can explain um, in in words right now. But uh, that, yeah, so you guys are seeing it. I just wanted to clear that air and, you know, address the elephant in the room. I cut my hair off. I'm not going through some midlife crisis. I'm not, you know, uh, in any, you know, uh, you know, poor mental state. I feel good. I feel great about my decision. I feel great with this new haircut. You know, I got the waves spinning and everything like that. So, you guys, I'm feeling good, actually better than ever. So just wanted to address that. And before we go into this content, I just want to remind you that if this game is truly valuable to you, you feel like you are leaving me with, you know, a better understanding of who you are, a better understanding on what you want. And you feel like you were given some tools and some skills that allow you to advance to the next part of your life. Don't forget to hit that like and hit that subscribe button, especially if you're new rocking with us for the first time. And if you are a vet, shout out to y'all. I love you because everything that we do is about y'all. We are at 205 episodes, and that's thanks to you all who tune in every single week, Monday and Friday. So let's get into this episode, right? All right, millionaires, entrepreneurs, moguls, philanthropists, managers even, right? I want to encourage you to purchase my book, Lead from the Front, because it is essential if you want to learn how to be an effective leader, not just for others, but for yourself as well. Learning the tools or the importances, I should say, of accountability, 
discipline. We have so many resources and tools that are in the book to help you give better feedback, give more genuine feedback, you know, hold yourself to a higher standard and hold others to a higher standard without making them feel like you're the person that tells a lot but doesn't lead by example. And that's what the whole purpose of the book is to lead from the front. So if you haven't already, go check out my book, Lead from the Front. You can find it on my website at www.kaispeaks.com. It'll be right there at the top. So this is the Million Dollar Mind podcast for those who are joining us for the first time ever. It is the number one community for entrepreneurs in that mindset and abundance space and also them content creators that just want to become better content creators and create marketable content that allows you to get to the bag as well. So with that being said, you are tuned into the right place if you're looking for yet another million dollar conversation to help you become before you arrive. So the story I want to start off with is um, seeing if we all have shared similar feelings and has experiences just feeling stagnant, right? Like just not... Feel like you, you're not feeling lazy, but you just feel like you could be doing something more. Like you're not growing, you're not going anywhere in particular. You just find yourself doing the same things and just going through the motions, hanging out with the same people, being around the round, right, same crowds, going to the same restaurants to eat, going to the same stores to shop at, just living in this life echo. That's the best way I can explain it, right? You're just in this echo chamber of mundaneness, like just doing the same shit. And, you know, before I get to the next point, I do want to share that if you find yourself in an, in an environment where you're not satisfied and you find yourself doing the same things with the same people, I want to remind you that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you spend most of your time with five millionaires, your average is going to be the average of their income. So let's just say you got on the highest spectrum, a million dollars. And then on the lowest spectrum, you're hanging out with a friend that's only making $500,000. The likelihood is you probably going to be in a space within that year of making somewhere between 700 to $750,000, right? Just right there in the middle, the average. That's what I mean by the average. And on the contrary, if you are hanging around five bums, Bums being relative and whatever that looks like. Let's just say five people that have characteristics that you don't want. The likelihood of you adopting those characteristics is high because these are the five closest people that you spend most of your time with. So just natural law of attraction. If you spend time with people, you start to adopt their thoughts, you start to adopt their habits and you become those habits. So you eventually become those people. So keep that in mind while we go through this conversation, right? Because this game, once I understood this, really helped me move with more intention, move with who I wanted to meet, move with the places that I went to meet new people. Because like, if I'm saying I want to, I, I identify the type of person I want to hang out with, it's going to change me to change the scenery of where I'm going, right? For example, let's just say you, for my fellas out there, you want to start dating some young ladies. And the young ladies you want to date and attract because you've taken this dating thing serious this time around, you want to date, you know, maybe a stay-at-home wife. Just saying, right? Not saying that's what you're looking for, but let's just say it is. You most likely don't want to start your search Friday nights at the club. Just saying. You may not. You may not want to. 
And I'm not trying to get no relationship advice, but it's just, you think about it, the, the likelihood, you know, and nothing against those women, they just are there to mostly have fun and they enjoy going out. So if that's not what you're looking for, why go there, right? You may want to find yourself going to places like museums or parks and, you know, open places like that where more low key people go to who are looking to settle down. That's just the likelihood of it, right? Because I know being a married, I don't like going to clubs because I'm married. Me and my wife, we enjoy doing things like museums, parks, more low-key shit, right? So if that's what you're looking for, those are probably the places that you want to go to. And everybody's different. Again, I'm not a relationship expert. I'm not trying to give you no relationship advice. This is just my experience. So again, you want to start being more intentional on who you're looking to put into your circle and where you need to go to attract these people. And I really want the same thing for you guys, which is why I wanted to have this conversation, which is why I'm being, you know, um, as, I guess, controversial as I am with the statement that I just made, uh, because I really do want you all to attract and find people that is going to allow you to elevate to your highest self, right? And not all the times it's, it's, it's going to be like, most of this inner work is on us, but a lot. It also has to do with the people that we surround ourselves with. We got to surround ourselves with people that even nurture the environment for us to put ourselves in that space and to give into ourselves and to take care of ourselves. But if we constantly in an environment where nobody is taking care of themselves, again, we are most likely not going to take care of ourselves. And this really is the reason why I love doing is because it helps people unlock their true selves. They're, 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 I'm not going to say their final form, but they best form like the highest and best self that's what the whole purpose of this show is for is to just bring ideologies and concepts together to have you open up your mind unlock your mind and start thinking on a different level that allows you to become before you arrive at these places that you want to arrive to these destinations right and two there's no better feeling than following your passion it is no better feeling than following your passion that's going to be number Two, right? Because you know I got the list. And number one, to, for, to clarify, is you are the average of the five people you hang around. This is These are 12, again, these are 12 things that you're never too old to learn. And number one is you are the average of the five people you hang around. Number two is there is no better feeling than following your passion. And I'm so blessed to have a wife that like, really like goes crazy and supporting me on my passions being you know, not just content creation, but edutainment, uh, stepping into this producer role of, you know, producing Harley Initiated podcast, producing Cash Culture podcast, producing House of 20-somethings podcast. And of course, it all started with producing and hosting the Million Dollar Mind podcast. And we got so many other shows that are in store and short films that I'm going to keep on a hush for right now that'll be launching this year in 2023 that I'm just super excited about. And, you know, just starting these projects, meeting these people, it all goes thanks to my wife, even just being supportive again, you know, to give me the space and, you know, to allow me to truly thrive in my passions and go after those passions. You'd be surprised how many people find themselves with partners who intentionally and unintentionally have some type of insecurity about their partner going after they their uh, their passions and their dreams, they voice it and slowly but surely the spouse or the partner starts to be less aggressive 
as you know with going after that dream right they start to get less and less driven to want to make that dream a reality because when they share it on one hand their partner on the other hand is like eh i don't th- i think you need to step into this and be more serious or i would appreciate if you were to stick with this a little bit longer or i think you should keep this job or i think you should do this just in general just sharing what they think is best for them and not necessarily considering what could be best for their partner as they communicate this is their dream this is what they want to do and this is the best way that they can go about uh, obtaining it number three your relationships determine your potential and this kind of goes back into number one right your relationships determine your potential because at the end of the day if you are not again surrounding yourself and creating and cultivating an environment for you to excel at a high level you won't excel at a high level right if i hang around people who think nothing but negative thoughts who do nothing but gossip who do nothing but but uh be comfortable with the jobs they hate right that's why i put quotation around the comfortable because how can you be comfortable in an environment you dislike it's an oxymoron right but if you put yourself in that environment you become that environment which means that your potential is very low you vibrating at a very low level right these are low vibrations gossip uh, you know, um, thinking about lack, scarcity. <clears throat> These are very low level thoughts. These are low vibrating thoughts. You want to be high vibrating at all times, you know, and there's going to be times where you might vibrate on a low and, you know, stagnant level. But as much as you can control it, you want to be vibrating here. You want to be vibrating at a high level. <clears throat> Number four, you only have to answer to yourself. You only got to answer to yourself, right? And granted, right, if you marry, you answering to yourself is to, to technically answering to your wife because at that point, you guys become one, <coughs> which is why it's so important to, you know, find a wife that is, you know, and vet out these people properly, not just a wife, but a spouse, vet out these, you know, these partners properly and thoroughly because they are you. They are spiritually you. So, again, let's just bring it back to the single life. You only have to answer to yourself, to keep it simple. You don't owe an explanation to your boss, right? If you say, hey, I need time off for self-care, and they take it anything outside of that and they want to die. You don't owe them anything. You don't owe an explanation to the strangers that are looking at you. Make the TikTok. You don't owe an explanation to the, the people who are seeing you, you know, blogging. You don't owe an explanation to your friends when they say you work too much. You don't owe an explanation to anybody as you are staying true to yourself and you have identified activities and actions and you know, ideologies and purposes and uh, core values that belong to you. Anything else outside of that is outside of your control because now it's just up for them to react to it how they how they wish to react or receive it how they wish to receive it. If they receive it in a negative way, that still has nothing to do with me. I can't control how people respond to my life. But at the end of the day, it's my life. This is what makes me happy. This is what fills my cup. 
This is what keeps me vibrating at a high level. Most importantly, that's it, right? If you were doing anything that vibrates you at a high level, like keeps you here, you don't owe anybody an explanation, right? You don't owe anybody an explanation. Number five, life is 90% mindset. I used to wear a shirt, or I still got that shirt. I got to find it, right? I got to pull it out, wear it on the show a couple times, right? Because y'all might have forgot that I wore the shirt. But life, it says life is 90% mindset and 10% skill. That's really all it is. We walk around, you know, kind of putting things on the back burner because we're like, oh, I'm not skilled enough. Already, you don't, you 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 are missing ninety percent of what it is. The mindset. That's not what you need to think about. You need to think about cultivating an abundance mindset. And an abundance mindset looks like, oh, I have everything I need to accomplish this dream, even if that skill is lacking. Because if it's only ten percent skill, that means, oh, it's not the skill. I might just need to find a person that is good at that. That's mindset, right? Identifying where you lack. And then go finding the person that is skilled in what you lack and bringing them into the fold, bringing them into that close circle. That's the value of masterminds, right? Life is only 90%, life is 90% skill, I mean 90% mindset and only 10% skill. Life is 90% mindset and only 10% skill, which means you don't have to know how to do this shit. You don't. You just got to have the mentality to not take no for an answer, right? Like if you have the mentality and you have it set in your mind that you are going to build your first, you are going to build your dream home. Like your first, your, your first home is going to be a home that you've got built from the ground up. Now, if you like me and you a regular content creator and, and sales spurt and a husband, you know, like, you don't have these skills of building houses, right? You're not a plumber. You're not an electrician. You're not a carpenter. You're not an interior designer. You're not a land developer. You're not any of these things. But you and your mind have set that I'm building my dream home from the ground up. So what do you do? You get the team. You might start off with a broker to help you find some land that's ideal for building on. And they might know some other people. And you vet them out by based on what you want and seeing if they have the skills to attain and accomplish that mission. It's the same thing with life. It's 90% mindset. See, it takes a mindset to be like, okay, this is what I want. I need to learn how to communicate to the, to the right people, get them on board, see the vision, and execute. That's all mindset. That's not skill. You don't have to know how to do this shit. Number six, the best question to ask is what now? A lot of us think the question that we have to ask is why me? Why did this happen to me? Why did I get this? Like, why did I have to get this flat tire? Why did I have to lose this job? Why did I have to lose that money? Why did I have to invest that money and lose it? Why did I have to say that to that girl? Why did we always asking ourselves, why did, why, why me? And that's the wrong mindset. That's the wrong mindset. It's what now? I made my bed. I need to lay in it. What now? What do I need to do now to make sure that I am not in this situation any longer than I need to be and I can avoid being in this situation ever again? What now? 
That is the question that you have to ask. And it's not why me. It's it's rarely why me. It's rarely why me. It's always what now. And I'm not going to say always. It's mostly what now. Number seven, you're only afraid because you've never been there before. Remember that. You are only afraid because it's something you've never seen, done, heard, or or experienced before. It's, it, it's not, it's like the problem is not really the problem, right? You get, you being afraid is not because you're doing the wrong thing. You being afraid is because you're doing the right thing. Cause where do we, where do we learn from experience? Where do you get experience from doing? So if you allow fear to stop you from doing anything, you learn nothing. The only thing you might think you learned is that you should have did it when you had the opportunity. And that's nothing but regret. So you're only afraid because it's new. And if you are afraid, that is good. Run towards it, not away from it. Like a Buffalo soldier. Let's get it. Number eight, be grateful and lack disappears. The more grateful you are, the more you start to realize that lack is not as present in your life as you once thought. If you go to bed every single night and you think about three things, three to five things you are grateful for, and you wake up and you automatically thank God that you woke up, you don't need to pay attention to the lack in your life, right? You don't even think about it. And then even when lack does come up, like let's say, for instance, you missed the light bill. Hey, it happens. Probably happened to all of us before, right? You might start to feel like, oh, it's lack. Oh, I hate, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Whoa, it's me. It's lack. Right? But then think, oh, wait. I have lights. I have a house that has lights. I just got to pay this light bill. That's all. I have a house. I have a roof over my head. I have a family. I have loved ones. I am, you know, doing my, I'm, I'm living my dream or anything, right? When you start to think about what you're grateful for, lack disappears and rarely shows up in your life. Number nine, control your emotions or never control your future. You either control your emotions or you never control your future. So if you control your emotions, you control your future. If your emotions control you, your future is undetermined. So Guys, I just say that to say this. Oftentimes, especially now when we are on social media where everything is designed to trigger us, we have learned to literally word vomit anytime someone or something triggers us. If someone says a word that is triggering, we now have to react instead of respond. Uh, Example, Uh, a friend of mine had made a statement And that statement went viral on social media where he said something like uh, a woman's purpose is family. Right. And quite frankly, I believe all of our purpose is family. But a woman's purpose is definitely to nurture a family, which is why she is the only person who can literally give birth. Right. And innately nurtures. So. I can't say that 
you know, that's a bad thing. But the women who is in the room and who have seen this post online were emotionally triggered by the way he phrased it. So you could just tell they heard a woman's place is in the kitchen or women need to be housewives. And then we emotionally react to what this, but that's not what he was saying at all. And oftentimes we don't really think on what's being, what's being, what's being communicated. We only hear what we want based off of keywords that we associate with emotional trauma. And that is all due to a lot of things, unhealed childhood trauma, social media, again, baiting us to respond, you know, all kinds of stuff, not even just childhood trauma, but relationship trauma, trauma, period, trauma is trauma. And when we don't address trauma, we have these, these, uh, like these uh, dust particles that literally change how we respond and react to other people, even new situations, right? So let's just say like if I got my heart broken by a woman who cheated on me and I don't deal with that trauma, the next woman who then may take a little bit too long to respond to my text or doesn't answer my call, it's likely that I could think that she's doing the same thing and then treat her differently because of that, because of that trauma that was not addressed. And a lot of us are walking around ticking time bombs full of trauma. And we got to get that healed. So I'm going to add one to this list because it's not on this list, but I'm going to add this one. You're never too old to get some therapy. Get some therapy, get some help, talk to people, open up. Place yourself and create an environment for you to be vulnerable and get this stuff off your chest because you're just holding it in. And all it takes is for one person to shake up that bottle of soda and throw it or open it up and you exploding all over that social media page, all over the IG live, all over the person at the, at, at, at the bar, right? You just exploding. So get some help. Let's start to talk about it. Let's make it cool to talk to have therapists. Like, let's be okay with being with our friends. We're like, yeah, I was, you know, with my therapist. And one thing I learned from my therapist was X, Y, Z. Not feeling like, oh, I had to keep, oh, I don't want them to know I have a therapist. Right? There's nothing wrong with it. Number 10. Always, always, there's always a reason why we meet people. There is no such thing as coincidence. I was just talking to, um, to Kaya, who is the new host of an amazing show that I'm producing called House of 20-somethings. It airs February 15th, so that's my shameless plug for today. Um, I was talking to Kaya, and she was just really just reflecting on this exact um, statement. It's a reason why we meet people. And she was going through the timeline on how she met people, and you know, even though one person she may not talk to, she realized that person led her to another person that led her to me. And now I'm literally helping her and her friend Alexis, you know, bring an idea that was talked about for a year, right? They were talking about this idea for a year, and they meet me in the first week. We get into we get into it. Like this is what we boom, boom, boom. This is what we're going to do. This is how we got to do it. This is what we need. Let's get it. Let's get it done. And boom, next thing we know, just one year out of waiting one year in two weeks, 
they now have a show that is about to be aired on February 15th on YouTube, House of 20-somethings. That's H-A-U-S, if you were looking, right? So that's just my little rant, my little tangent, but it is always a reason why we meet people. It's no such thing as coincidences. We meet people, and even the timing in which we meet people is important to, to understand, too. Like, it's, it's timing. And we all, you know what I'm about to say next, right? Timing is divine. So when we meet that person and you feel compelled, let's say you get on the elevator and you're normally quiet on the elevator, but someone gets on the elevator and this time you speak. That's not, that's not a coincidence. God told you to speak because this person you were meant to meet. So we got to consider these things and we got to just open ourselves up and go with the flow because Y'all, we be fighting it. We be fighting them messages. We be fighting them urges. We be fighting. And a lot of times we, we think we doing ourselves a service when we really doing ourselves a disservice because we just missed the door. We just missed an opportunity. We missed a connection and an opportunity to talk to God because if you believe that, you know, God not only talks to us through our thoughts, but God talks to us through other people. And when we talk to each other and we get that aha moment, that's because we were meant to talk to them. They were meant to give us that message because we might have been missing it in other subliminal messages. So then God sent us a person to say what they said to us. And we'd be like, yo, it's funny that you say that. We was just, oh, wow, that makes so much sense now. Come on now. Y'all think that's a coincidence? These are not coincidences, right? These are not coincidences. And this gets into number 11, right? Your struggle is always for your benefit should you stay consistent. This one is going to shock a lot of people. They're going to be like, yo, it ain't no way, Kai. I'm going to let you convince me that struggle is good. On the contrary, your struggle is always for your benefit if you stay consistent. It's a test. It's a test to see if you really want it. It's a test to see if you really got it in you. It's a test to see if you're really ready to receive it, right? All the time we ask ourselves, well, I'm, I've been doing this and I still haven't gotten my money. I still haven't came up yet. I, I don't know why I didn't get this. I don't know why I get, didn't get that. You ain't been consistent enough, G. So best advice is to, if you want to struggle for less time, you got to stay consistent and you got to crank, you got to put your foot on the gas and you got to go. And you got to listen and you got to take, you got to take, take direction. You got to, you know how they say Jesus take the will. You got to let go and, and, and give that will to God. Like, all right, I'm trusting you. You telling me to cut my hair. All right, I'm going to get up out this bed. I said, I want to go to sleep. You're not letting me sleep, but all right, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go cut my hair. But I had this hair for seven years. It's, it's a part of my identity. It's damn near my powers. Right. Why I got to cut my hair? Okay, all right. You're saying I got to cut my hair because I'm holding on to stuff. Maybe this is what it is. I'm right. I'm holding on to it. Like, let me let it go. Let me let go and let God. Right? Your struggle is always for your benefit if you stay consistent, y'all. Trust me. And then number 12, the more you focus on problems, the more problems you create. They was literally telling the tools in the song, more money, more problems. Well, you, the reason why you got more problems is because you said you got more money and you got more problems. You, like, said it. Right? 
You create these things. It's power in the tongue. It's power in the tongue. What you say, even what you think, it's a wave. Thoughts are things. Your words are things. It's a wave. And the thing about waves is they they ripple until they hit something. And when they hit something, that's going to cause a reaction. So it's going to come back. So the more you focus on problems, the more problems you inherently create. But if you want to create some, 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 some amazing things, continue to put it out there in the universe. Continue to be grateful. Continue to give. Continue to tell people this is what's happening. Continue to journal this is what's happening. Continue to write it down. And you create it. But the more you want to think about problems, the more you create those problems. So as always, guys, I'm super thankful to have you all part of the show week in, week out. Don't forget to give this video a like and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss a beat. If you already are not a part of this million dollar community, and if you are, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I really uh, have enjoyed this time that I've been spending with y'all from learning the conversations, the topics y'all want to have the engagements I'm getting on social media when I put out these clips. Like, y'all y'all are some real ones, and I really appreciate that. Uh, so before I let y'all go, I want y'all to join me on some top, uh, with some of the top entrepreneurs of the generation in the community for Side Hustles. And in this community, y'all, we are learning how to create content that is marketing and creating personal brands and learning how to monetize your content, Right? It's one thing to create content, but it's another way. It's another thing to monetize the content you create. So not only do you own your content, but you are also making dollars from your content. And if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. You are going to love meeting with some of us every single Sunday for live trainings, these content strategies, marketing and branding tips, and our Discord chat. So if you're interested in joining the Side Hustle community, the link is going to be in the description below. Go ahead, click that link, and join us on Patreon. $35 a month for weekly strategy sessions and Q&A and 24-7 chat on the Discord channel. Like, the chat go crazy. So I can't wait to see y'all in there. Let's get it. And as always, just remember to keep focus, build momentum, and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace.